1: Well, Pat, this is just one man's opinion. The Timberwolves <laughs> shot 34%. They held an opponent on the road to 97 points. They barely lost. Uh, I'm putting it in the moral victory bin here. So for me, it's it's 0 and one to start the season yes, in my yes. world.
2: 0-1, oh, one, oh, oh, one That's good. Uh, you know what, though? We were sticky. We were sticky again. We did it. Sticky. Yeah. You know, I like Chris Finch, but every time he says sticky, I would like to go up and put him in a headlock. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about the ball got sticky. Well, uh-huh. unstick the damn thing and tell Anthony Edwards not to take 27 shots because he's a lousy jump shooter, okay? Send him to the basket, tell him his maximum jump shots are six per game uh anything you know it's got to be inside 15 feet he's a lousy jump shooter he thinks he's a good jump shooter that's his problem his number one problem is he thinks he's a good shooter and he's not a jump shooter great going to the basket can hit the little mid-level one but You know, and then afterwards he said, oh, I shouldn't have shot so much. Well, you know, have that thought in the third quarter, dummy, instead of when the game is over. And, you know, he's he's never going to be the great player that everybody thinks he's going to be if he thinks that he's a fabulous jump shooter. You know who they missed last night, by the way? Tarion Prince. Was lighting up, lighting it up for the Lakers the night before, making threes all over the court. Uh, you know, they don't. I, did they add any shooters when they went out? And uh, the and Wolves, yeah, the Wolves these? have
1: the Wolves have better and more shooters now than before. I mean, they did say goodbye to Torian Prince, but yeah, Shake, Shake Milton can shoot. Uh, is it Troy Brown? He only played a few minutes last night. I yeah. will say this in defense of Anthony Edwards, he was four for seven from three last night. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, "So what was the other?" So he was four for twenty from inside the three-point. Anything else?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, that's you're now zero one against non-playoff teams. By the way, they're not. They're not even. Toronto's not even going to make the play-in tournament. They stink, and they uh, they know it. They fired their coach, and uh, so you, so you're off. To, you know, we gotta. We can't be losing to these bad teams. We gotta be more consistent and steady. Uh, You know, there were 24 teams that played in the NBA last night. 23 of them scored more points than the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves defeated only Houston, which had 86, and they're tanking. So the only team you scored more points than is tanking Houston. So uh, it was a disgusting opening performance. Nothing good to say about it. And Cat and Gobert can't play together. They can't play together. You got to get, you just forget it. it. They just, who gets stuck playing with Gobert? Nas? You well, just Ky- say, Kyle
1: Kyle Anderson meshes well with Gobert. Yeah. He meshes well, but that doesn't solve your problem of how do you get Nas and Kat on the court for, you know. Nas I has to play some, 25 I, minutes. He played, what, some, 20 some last night?
2: Yeah, I saw some stats uh, that on Gobert and Kat were on the, Floor together, they got outscored by fourteen or something, right? They were, yeah, then,
1: they were. So they were on the court for uh, for twenty minutes together last night, and mm-hmm. per one hundred possessions, which would be kind of like a full yeah. game, they were a minus twenty five. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but heck, you don't have that much invested in them. I mean, only between the two of them, uh, seventy five million. So what the heck? Not to, that's not too much, you know, for this year. By the way, for this so, year.
0: So I Phil, think I, I think what I, Pat is saying is, is in Pat's world the Wolves are not o o and one. They're just o and they're one. They're not. so I don't, get, I don't get away so, with that one. I don't think uh, you get o your tie one. point.
2: <laughs> I think it. I think it can be o o and one. It can be win loss, and then god awful loss is the third uh, that's category. The category. And this okay. is the, GDL. This is, yeah, this one is pathetic loss. Yeah. So but know.
1: by the way between Towns and Anthony Edwards they were 16 for 52 82. so they, 16 yes. <laughs> for 52 Cat took 10 threes made 2 of them Wow So but between Cat not making the threes and Anthony Edwards making nothing inside the three point I will say okay all right we're looking for uh I'm trying to pitch off. my case as a moral victory 14 rebounds for Anthony Edwards is something that we've never really seen before. No, we haven't.
2: So, uh, you know, that's, uh, I guess, I guess we're going to turn him into a rebounder. So I thought that's why we got Gobert, but I guess not. Well, he had a
1: few. He had 13, you know. Yeah, he had a
2: few. Yeah. They just, I I don't know. (laughs) They've, I guess, Cat hasn't played enough for them to have any idea how to play together. You know, it might be that they can't, that there's no formula for them. Those two guys playing together. I don't know.
1: So they played. I was looking this up before the game here. So they they played together for, I don't know, like uh, however many games before cat's calf injury as they were feeling it out. But you almost had to scrap all of that Mm -hmm. because he he misses 52 games or whatever it was after he came back they only like he he played a little bit at the end of the regular season they only played like 118 minutes together in the postseason so w- we're still sitting here a year later wondering mm. what do they look like long term the early yes. evidence does not look promising i would
2: say no not at all so who uh who did we say got most of mcdaniel's minutes because
1: uh Nik- know- well, Nikhil got the starting minutes and then okay. Kyle, Kyle Anderson probably doesn't get 30 minutes off the bench when mm. Jade McDaniels is in there. So that's, that's kind of how they divvied it up.
2: Yeah. I, uh, you know, I do think Kyle Anderson's a a big help to this team, but that's, that's a terrible yeah. way to start the season. That's just to go out there and do exactly what you said. We're going to eliminate this year, lose to a bad team and get sticky on offense we got sticky again where's sticky is uh the uh the motto you know where was is there a is there a team phrase for that like uh, united we run or united we stick or something like that? weren't you sticky yeah, we're too sticky. It's time for <laughs> the
1: uh, time for the Timberwolves offensive stat of the week on Bally's, presented by Elmer's Glue.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. They they could be ours. yeah one of your Wolves podcasts. You could have the Elmer's Glue Flagrant uh, Howls
1: presented by
2: Super Glue. Yes. <laughs> oh well, you know, there's 81 left, I guess, but they gotta, they can't be fooling around with. That play in thing again this year. If they're not in the top six, fire everybody. It's you know, it's come on. Let's enough of this silliness. Right? Yeah, it was it wasn't
1: I'm I'm trying to balance like it was a it was a really ugly first game in a lot of ways. It was also, like you said, the first of eighty-one, and you don't really get a feel for how these teams are supposed to look until Christmas. So no. it's it's yeah. it's hard to balance, I guess.
2: I would say that uh, you know, it's kind of yeah, yeah. It takes ten, fifteen, twenty games probably with these. But of course, we got the big tournament coming up too—the mid-season tournament. We gotta—you—you know, you go to the—you uh, go to the Target Center someday and find out. Oh, this is part of a tournament. Oh, really? Okay, that's uh, that's that's good. Only one of those games in the tournament, in the in-house tournament, is going to be a non. Counting game, right? The championship game. Championship is that right? Everything else is kind of preset, right? I I don't know.
0: It's in the schedule. It's it's within their schedule. This
2: is the most desperate attempt for attention that I've ever seen. Well, of course, soccer does it twenty-five times. I think it might work,
1: Pat. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna. But but like, what's here's the thing? It's it's such a low bar for what's interesting the first two months of the NBA season. Yes. So, because you're competing against football, so it really is. There's nothing to lose by just trying to. Like put a different spin on the first two months. Let's of the season. just not
2: have a big celebration if somebody wins. Let's. We're not, having a oh, we're let, if the The wolves hit. win it. That's
0: oh, there's not, a parade. We're ninety four. We're, we're, we're shutting ninety four down at rush hour and bringing the
2: convertibles in, in in the middle of <laughs> a snowstorm worry. down ninety four. Don't baby. worry, I've seen enough. They're not going to win it. Meanwhile, <laughs> Rick Carlisle's Indiana Pacers. Rick Carlisle, who's a Old school coach of all time. They get 143 last night. Oh, well, you scoring 94. You got outscored by 50 points by a Rick Carlisle team, for God's sake. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Your disdain yeah. is really refreshing. I, I'm just enjoying this. Yeah, this is. I I, I,
1: I, was, I you, thought you'd be a little more measured. I thought you might come with the, ah, they just, it's about making shots and they shot 34%. But the dis- right. I'm with Judd. The disgust is refreshing here.
2: <laughs> I told Jim Pete the other day. I said, Jim, you can steal my motto for the Wolves if you want to during the telecast. Even when they do the right thing, it's the wrong thing. That's the uh, that's my Wolves <laughs> motto. And I didn't see anything last night to refute that. So we'll, we'll yeah. keep going on and see if we'll, we do better. But uh, the level of uh, optimism for this team is uh, fantastic, though. I mean, people are, you know, the, the, the B people and everybody else are just really excited about this. So we'll see. I don't know. That was at that one was.
0: point, at one point on the telecast, uh, Carl, I think he drove the lane and did something, and Jim Pete just said, Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and it, 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 it was either the, yeah, you sent us a couple of videos, it was either yeah. like a weird floater from 10 feet that resulted <laughs> oh, in, Oh, no. Whatever it was, it resulted in just a three-on-one fast break the other way.
2: (laughs) Well, that was the thing. They gave up 34 fast break points, right? Wasn't it 34 or something like that?
1: It was in the 30s.
2: It's hard hard. to give up 34 points when the other team only scores 97. (laughs) Think how rotten Toronto had to be to get 34 fast break points and only score 97.
1: I know, yeah, and the, the I think the Wolves actually had the lead going into the fourth quarter, yes, despite all good, of the direct.
2: They were you know? one up. Yeah, they had a good, they had a good third quarter, or good end of the third quarter, and then they went in the tank again. More Nas. I want more Nas. He's got some fire, man. Well,
1: that's the thing. I mean, he is, and then you look at some of the combos. Like he 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 fits really well with Anthony Edwards. You can kind of put, you can't really put him with Gobert. That's the problem with this. Is they've got these really interesting individual pieces, but they don't, they're not interchangeable really. So if like the cat go bear thing doesn't work, if you can't put Nas and go bear on the court at the same time for long stretches, then you don't have many other chess moves to make. You're just hoping that (laughs) you're hoping your starting lineup can work. And then you can kind of make some moves off that.
2: As I said, a couple of months ago to someone on my deathbed, I'm going to have two thoughts: Is there a hereafter, and why did they make the Rudy go bear trade? Those are the two thoughts I am going to have right before the they come in and say he's gone, he's gone here that's those are the two thoughts yeah. and I think I'll be more curious about the last <laughs> second one than the first one, so I can see Pat is
1: pulling his family and clicking. <laughs>
2: yes. Chris, I just got to tell you one last thing. Yes. Why?
0: Why? Why?
2: They're paying him why? $50 million. Why? <laughs> why? Did
0: they and you're going to get upstairs, and the great man is going to say, even I can't tell you yeah, why I that Conley, Conley character that made that
2: trade. Nothing, Burley Gates, they said, you know, you've you, you committed a lot of crimes against good behavior in your life, but we're going to let you in just because – we want to discuss the Go Bear trade with you. We don't. We don't got to figure it figured out up here either. So. <laughs> the worst
0: part is you're you're going to get up there, and Sid's going to be right there mfing you about about <laughs> how sorry. great that trade was, and how you don't understand. Look, let me tell you something, sir. That was a pretty good trade. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I know, Mister
2: Conley. <laughs> that was a. Uh, I don't. Is he? Yeah, I guess he's still loyal to the Wolves. He was really loyal back in the day, but uh, I guess he's still loyal. I don't know. Another one of the great moments, though, still is when he and Jack McCloskey are threatening to wrestle each other (laughs) at the Isaiah Ryder Jr. press conference. (laughs) McCloskey threatens to punch him like McCloskey's got. You know, McCloskey's old and he's got like 20 years on Sid, but they're going to duke it out over him not drafting Calvert Cheney <laughs> instead of Isaiah Ryder Jr. It was fantastic. <laughs> One of the great moments. We're not going to have those moments anymore without the great man. Damn it. No. We'll go the, out people the street,
0: are people... right? Huh? Didn't Jack say, let's go out the street
2: right now. Yeah, right. Well, he had, he had a 15-year advantage on him. Trade wins Jack McCloskey. He was a beauty, too. He. I call him Trade wins because he never missed the Maui Classic, no matter who was
1: playing there. Uh, hey Joe, what anyway. was that? What was that video you you sent out? This is I'm going a different direction here, but uh, it was a like some old video of the Twins 1987 championship celebration, and Tom Kelly was on camera oh. in the clubhouse explaining oh, yeah, how is, he, uh, doesn't, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't get involved it. in the celebrations. Yeah, he didn't come what out was... for the celebration.
2: So, he, but it, it's... he watched from the dugout and then he wandered out a little bit afterwards. Yeah, but he doesn't rush out or anything like that. Somebody had a camcorder down there, and
0: and it's been tweeted out on the anniversary, which was yesterday, of like just people talking to TK, and then they they went and did like part of the Frank Viola thing and wandered around. I I was looking for you, Roycey, because I'm sure you you were in the clubhouse at that point. But it's just this. And it's so funny, too, because, you know, it's a celebration, but it's nothing like what we see now. No one's wearing goggles. There's no. minimal there's minimal protection for people's clothes. I mean, it's a different yeah. world as far as these celebrations go.
2: Well, and uh, but it was the time around here when we kind of just TV, you know, pass old and those guys TV became, you know. A big part of the celebration, because they wanted to get champagne sprayed on them, so they could be, you know, then they could send the video back, and it 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 got it got increasingly, uh, you know, wild and and I guess, but it was it was quite a place to have a celebration, though, in '87. When they won the ALCS in that clubhouse, which is big as your studio, <laughs> trying to have a, get the TV cameras and all the people in there, and the uh, you know TK's office was like twelve by twelve or something like that, stuck back in the back, and getting everybody in there. And that was when all the newspapers covered this stuff, not like it is now. You know what our World Series advance was in today's Star Tribune? Mm. I covered twenty four straight. Uh, some in St. Paul and then most in Minneapolis. We had two graphs in the scene saying who oh, the starting pitchers are going to be in the print edition. Yeah, I'm sure online they have something, but the uh, the uh, you know the fact that it's Arizona and Texas is probably part of that reason. They're gonna they're gonna have some ratings that don't register. Dallas is big though. I mean Dallas is a big market and Phoenix is pretty good size, but oof, yeah. there's just no. Who are these guys? I mean, it is. It's
1: very anonymous. I mean, the Diamondbacks, you know, I mean, Evan Longori is kind of a household name, but they don't. I mean, they don't have household names on that team. The Rangers, me and Max Scherzer, there's some there's some headliners with the Rangers, but it is. But it's also part of how many how many Super Bowl teams? We asked this question yesterday. Like, Can you find a dud Super Bowl matchup? How many times would you watch a Super Bowl and say, "You know what? That team that got to the Super Bowl"? Yes, I can only name one player on that team. Right? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen yeah. in football.
2: Well, when like when Tennessee got there the first time, though, that was a you know, and then they ended up, you know that that was a pretty anonymous team. They've had some bad teams that go to the Super Bowl, but it's a national sport. Baseball is a regional yeah. sport. That's the problem. Baseball has become a regional sport, but uh, you'll know that it's going to be the big talker all winter. What are we going to do about this? What are we going to, you know, is it's a disadvantage. The five and six seeds are in the world series. It's a disadvantage. And as I said the other day, Manfred's going to try to go to a 16 team playoff. That's my prediction.
1: Well, well I, yeah, I was going to say, hmm. see, here's the thing. Cause because it's a, it is a regional sport and, Ratings were up, attendance was up, everything yeah. was up this year. Some of that's the new rules. Some of it's also just there's more local fan bases that feel like their team has a chance further into the season. Yeah. So, this, but this is the flip side of that that hey, there's a yes. couple fan bases, including Phoenix area and, and hell, all those teams in the American League West that all season felt like we have a shot. But then once you get to the end of the road in the playoffs, you might have two random teams that no one nationally knows yeah, well, about. The really
2: disaster did. was uh, Arizona beating Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Texas would have been a good world series. There's some, yep. you know, it's Texas. You can build up that offensive team that they have that is.
1: Oh yeah. And the, the atmosphere and everything.
2: And then yeah. and, and, and Philadelphia gives you the, you know, 45,000 crazy people. And, uh, you know, guys that haven't been to the barber and uh, all that stuff, you know, and Philadelphia has got appeal, but Arizona replacing Philadelphia, man. Oof. By the just, way, Tori, I don't care. I think it's fine. I mean, we got upsets in other sports and nobody gives a damn, but baseball, you know, first of all, the big problem is the national guys that got all the panel shows and stuff, they hate baseball. So they're going to seize on any opportunity that they have to make a big crisis out of it. I mean, Stephen A., who hasn't been to a ball game in 25 years, is going to be giving us uh, great opinions on what the deal is. Bounced the
0: first pitch, though. Went uh-huh. went through. He, he went. Like a month ago and throughout the first pitch at a uh, Yankees game, bounced it, was ridiculed nationally for it, Stephen A. Yeah,
2: well that was like uh who was uh where when did uh Spike show up at a ball game? Well Spike showed up at a at a ball Yankees game. What game. was it? That was that was because of what game though? It was some some chance to act like he gave a damn. I don't like know this year it, you're talking about or, or was it the world like or 15 year.
1: years ago the last time no, the Yankees no. won the World Series
2: No no it was, uh, it was I like I can't remember off. what I can't remember what it was I don't I don't I don't know what it was it wasn't basketball
1: <laughs> Well the one the one national talking head that's on all these shows is uh, Mad Dog Russo loves baseball but he said I think it was like a week yes. ago on his show that if the Diamondbacks come back from down 2-0 I will retire I will <laughs> So we might we might have lost one. Uh, mm-hmm. We might have lost a baseball ally. By the way, Tori Lovello, the Diamondbacks manager, he got a second interview. He was a finalist. It was him and Paul Molitor, and the room was split back like seven eight years ago. He yes, almost right? became the Twins manager.
2: Yes, and then Gardy went and worked for him. But Gardy was his bench coach in fifteen. Uh, yeah. That's when Gardy said, "I got a I got a house in St. Paul at my." Or the Twin Cities, Lake Elmo, that my daughter's living in. And I got a house in Fort Myers that my son's living in. And I'm renting from Morneau in Arizona. I'm renting Morneau's condo in Arizona because Morneau, had, was Morneau with the Diamondbacks? No, spring training. He was spring training. He yeah. had it because he was in spring training with uh, the Rockets. That's, yep. that's why. But he was, Morneau was his landlord. And he, he had two houses, but he was paying rent to Morneau, which was pretty
1: fun. Yeah. Hey, happy 70th birthday to Terry Ryan today.
2: Really? Yeah. I got i uh, I'll have to text him on that. Cause he texted me on my, uh, 78th the other day. And, uh, cool. and, uh, and he always, uh, he's my, my wife, big fan of Terry Ryan. She likes him much better than me. And, uh, she was, uh, so I, I was, uh, and I had to show her that she said, hi, He he always says, how's Katie when he, uh, when he sends me a message. So, uh, He's a great guy, and I'm really surprised I didn't see him at the yard hardly at all this year. Now, I don't know, maybe he came came and sat in the stands because when he was still working for the Phillies, he'd sit up in the press box and watch BP, and then he'd go in the stands or something like that. He's got
1: grandkids playing uh, T-ball for the first time, so I think think some of those games pulled him away as a scout to go scout those games. They
2: do take priority. There's no doubt about that. So... So what, hey, uh, Hastings, uh, Mike Hastings and uh, Moscow going at it here, right? This weekend, that series. Thursday, is, uh, Friday. Not Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tonight. T- and tonight. why are they starting at 8, by the way? Both games uh, pro- start at
0: 8. Probably TV.
2: Big TV, 10 TV yeah. or something.
0: Classic yeah. 10 network. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's too late now. That,
2: mm-hmm.
0: The Wild on Tuesday, 8. I didn't go. It's too late. Too late, I'm too old yeah. for this crap. Yeah, right. Yeah. Start well, at 7 yeah. o'clock. I'm an old man now.
2: Well you go to a wild game at eight, start they drop the fuck at eight ten. You get out of that ramp about midnight if you're lucky. So
0: again, I'm too old for yeah. that. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, TV's gonna put your game on. You don't have to put it on when they want it on. They're gonna they're gonna have the wild on TV, for God's sakes. You know, you you tell them, don't let them tell you. Come on.
0: I'll take that under advisement. Thank you. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: <laughs> Pat, we'll uh we'll do it again tomorrow, right?
2: All righty. We will uh, see. I'll, I'll be calmed down about the sticky ball by tomorrow. I should. <laughs> excited okay. All
1: yeah, right. There he this is. Show, you can
2: start using that. This show has been a little it's sticky, sticky today. It has been. Yeah. Mackie's been up. talking
1: for seven minutes. <laughs> What's going yeah, on? A little yeah.
2: sticky. A little sticky. Today. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, yeah, goodbye.
1: Royce Unchained. Uh, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. <laughs> if you're dealing with pain anywhere, ankles, back, neck, spine, wrists, you name it, No referrals are needed, and Summit Orthopedics offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m., 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. You can learn more at summitortho.com.